The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Storytelling inspires, engages, and moves people to action. It's a superpower that anyone can learn. Welcome to Story Powered with your host, Leanne Pico. Stories can hold you back, and stories can move you forward. Let our program help you activate your storytelling superpower and take your business to the next level. Now, here is Leanne Pico. Hello, and welcome to Story Powered. I'm Leanne Pico, your host. Today's show is going to be so good. I'm, I'm so glad you could join us. It's all about telling stories with video, and I'm so looking forward to chatting with my guests. Uh, but before we get started, I want to t- thank my guests from last week. We had Anne Day from Company of Women and Amy Hunter of Encore Coaching Company were here talking about their good enough story, their good enough project. And um, the reason I had them on was our internal stories really do impact our ability to lead and also to run a great business if you're an entrepreneur. And the worry about being good enough is one of the biggest ones that can hold us back. So their project really um, goes to the heart of of the things that um, the internal stories we tell ourselves. And it's particularly focused around women entrepreneurs, but there's lots of good lessons there for men too. So the episode's on the on-demand library on the Story Power page, and you can check it out if you've not already heard it. But don't go anywhere just yet because I have a very interesting show for you today. After the story of the week, I'll be talking to Dorothy Engelman of Q Media Solutions about why video matters and how to create video stories. Um, but before that, we're going to do the story of the week. And I'm very, um, I'm so grateful we have one of Dorothy and Q Media's clients here um, who has recently, they've recently created some video stories. Uh, my guest is Andy Lloyd, the Vice President of Communications at Barrett Gold Corporation. And Barrick has mines here in Canada and all over the world, and they've created some amazing new videos with Q-Media in association with their sponsorship of the Pan Parapan American Games. So, Andy, welcome to Story Powered. Thank you, Leanne. Thanks for having me. Really happy you could be here. Um, always good to, to talk to a business who's using story to, to um, share their human um, side of things. So tell us a bit about your story, that's, uh, the story project related to the games. Why video stories? Sure. Well, I'll just give you a bit of background. Um, you know, we're one of Canada's largest companies, but most of our operations are actually overseas. Um, you know, Toronto's our home, and we're a very proud member of the community here. So, you know, when the opportunity to get involved with the Pan Am Games came up, we were really excited. You know, our, our core operations are really in the Americas, and it was a chance to play a part in, in this major event, you know, right here in our backyard, and it's actually going to be the, the largest multi-sport ever uh, staged in Canada. And we we also thought it would be a really great opportunity to to share our story right here at home. Um, so we decided that we would supply all of the gold, silver, and copper used to create the medals for the Pan Am Games from three of our mines in the Americas, one here in Canada, one in the Dominican Republic, and one in Chile. 
And, you know, we, we chose those places in part because they, they really showcase the diversity of geography and culture of the Americas. You know, you've got the Atacama Desert in Chile. Uh, you've got the tropical landscape of the Dominican Republic. And, of course, the sort of iconic landscape of the Canadian North. And, you know, when we, we looked at the Pan Am Games and we looked at the values that they represent, you know, we saw a lot of similarities to our own business and our own people. And that's things like, you know, teamwork and, and perseverance in challenging environments and, and really a, a commitment to excellence. And, you know, these are our are all values that our employees really relate to. And so, you know, we, we do have a, a challenge in our business when it comes to storytelling because our minds are often located in, in very remote regions, you know, very far from major cities. And it's not easy for people to look and, and feel and touch our story, you know, in the same way it is for a consumer brand that, you know, we interact with every day. And yet, you know, our lives are surrounded by metals, you know, virtually everything you see around you comes from materials mined from the earth. And so, you know, we decided we would try to tell the very human stories of, of the people who, who basically work day in and out to bring those metals to us. Um, and, you know, one of the, I love one of the lines in the video. One of the gentlemen says, you know, nobody thinks about where the metal comes from. You know, we think about that every day. Um, you know, we, we see a single mother in, in Chile who, who gets up at 4 a.m. every day to go to work, you know, very much like an athlete getting up every, every morning to train before, before sunrise. And so, you know, mining has a very rich history in Canada and a lot of places around the world. You know, you often find what I call generational stories, people who are second or third generation miners, you know, and they're professional people who, who work very hard, who love what they do. They take a lot of pride in their work. And so the opportunity to provide gold, silver, and bronze, um, to the athletes who will be here this summer in Toronto was, was very meaningful. And so we, we decided to choose frontline employees, um, to tell those stories. Um, we spent time with them at home, at work, with their families. You know, it was a concept that we really wanted those real human stories to come out. There's no, you know, management talking heads in any of the videos. You know, they weren't scripted. You really do see some very real, very relatable stories. Um, so that's kind of the, that's kind of the, the basis of what we, what we tried to do. Oh, thank you. And that's such a, a great description. And I have to tell you, um, when I watch the videos, um, so I know nothing about mines other than um, what my nine-year-old son um, tells me. And he t- does talk about it a lot, but um, I have to confess I don't always listen. So <laughs> it was good to get um, a real background in terms of, um, you know, we we don't hear about mining. We, we hear, sometimes we hear negative stories, um, mm-hmm. but we don't hear about, and what came off very clear in your videos are the communities. And like you say, the generational stories. And, and um, I think it was just so smart to, to um, show us the stories of your frontline employees because they're the ones who are impacted um, by the great stuff that you do. And, and you could just see the pride. It was so wonderful to see the pride that they're involved in the, in the games. Yeah, I think I think that's right. And I, I, as I alluded to earlier, you know, as and, and as you just said, you know, the people who who criticize mining companies like to kind of portray us as this sort of faceless, you know, corporation. But you know, the truth is, you know, the, and I've spent a lot of time at mines all around the world. You know, this is a business that is really all about people and teamwork and overcoming odds to to achieve go- our goals. Um, and that's really 
what we wanted to bring out in the video. We, we wanted people to really see and feel the human side of our business and, and also see that, you know, again, the values that, um, you know, we feel strongly about, I think are, you know, are, are very closely aligned with, you know, the values of a high performance athlete who is striving to win that gold medal um, this summer at the games. And, and it was important for us to, to try to bring those stories together. Absolutely. Now, so, um, you know, and we're, we're, we're talking about business storytelling. So part of it is about, um, showing, showcasing your sponsorship. Part of it is about showcasing your employee stories. But for a business who's thinking about, um, creating some video stories or, and, and are not sure, what's the benefit for your business, do you think? Uh, and you talked a little bit about in terms of being able to, you know, showcase your brand, but, but what are the tangible benefits that you think um, might come from this kind of project? Well, um, I mean, there's, there's, there's benefits both inside the company and outside. Of course, um, you know, the feedback we've been getting from our employees from all around the company, not just these minds, is that it really makes them very proud uh, to work, you know, to, to be working for a company that is involved in such a large event for Canada and for Toronto. And, and they, they feel and they, sh- they share that pride. So it, it certainly is um, a great way to um, increase employee engagement and to, to foster um, um, that that sense of pride, you know, uh, it's been a challenging time for the mining industry in the last few years. We've seen metal prices falling, and that's led to cost pressures. and And so, you know, sometimes we need to remind ourselves of of these very very human and very compelling stories that are our own stories. And you know, I think um, another um, element of mining that's very important is, you know, we we do our business is to extract metals from the earth, and and uh, as part of that, we always want our communities to feel like we're um, giving back or that they're also sharing in the benefits of that mining because after all these resources you know belong to us all and um, so you know whether it's here at home in Toronto showing that you know we are um, a valuable member of the business community and we want to be a part of, of, of the of the Pan Am games in the community here and I think it also it shows I mean the, the videos also um, tell a similar story of the places where we operate whether it's um, Marathon in Northern Ontario or the Dominican Republic or, or Northern Chile, uh, you really do um, you, you really do get a sense of of how our our business and our minds are so integrated with the communities they operate in, the people, um, the the stories they have. You know, are really uh, you you just can't separate them. That's great. Thank you so much, Andy. And so um, if you want to check out the metal stories, you can find them at www.barrick.com backward slash Toronto 2015. Is that right, Andy? That's right. Yep. Okay. So you can find them there and, um, you know, have a look and uh, check out all the videos because they, they really do showcase um, the business in a, in a great way. And, and also, um, like Andy said, employee engagement is huge. And, and this kind of project helps, helps bring employees um, huge pride for the work they do. So thank you so much, Andy, for being here today. We really appreciate you, you cut, taking the time and, and sharing your story. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. So now I am delighted to introduce my next guest, who is Dorothy Engelman, and her company Q Media Solutions um, worked on the project with Barrick and, and created the actual videos. Um, so Dorothy was recently named one of Canada's 100 Most Powerful Women by the Women's Executive Network. Dorothy combines business savvy of the Fortune 500 connected digital entrepreneur with the passion and heart of an inspirational storyteller. 
She is co-owner of Q Media Solutions, creating programming, commercials, digital and branded content marketing for Fortune 500 clients in the financial technology, media and resource sectors. Um, Dorothy has produced two technology series for Canada's educational broadcaster, Digital U, and the award-winning poll, How Technology is Changing the Conversation. And her passion for the nonprofit sector led to the creation of 100-part TV series, Get Involved, focusing on innovators, activists, and social entrepreneurs. The series is supported online at getinvolved.ca, Canada's largest volunteer network, created to help you find your volunteer match. And I can tell you, I've had the pleasure of working with Dorothy, and she has so much energy and so much creativity, and, and it's such a pleasure to be able to talk to her today. So, Dorothy, welcome to Story Powered. Thanks so much for having me, Leanne. Thank you. So tell us, what's your story, and, and why is storytelling so important to you? Um. Well, I think, it, I think it's a lot about the kind of story that I really love telling. And so for me, my life is guided by a few principles, and one of them is um, that I have to be learning and learning all the time, continuous learning. Um, I'm curious by nature, and, um, and I have a passion to create, to make things, and to collaborate. And so, you know, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a musician or an athlete or a broadcaster or, you know, any different profession that I touched that I met someone who inspired me and even though I couldn't be all those things in some ways I kind of vicariously am all of those things thanks to being able to create stories for amazing organizations across this country and in the case of Barrick um, we just finished talking about that experience it was for me incredible because again as Andy pointed out we look around us and everything we touch our phones our computers our technology all come from the earth all come from mining, and yet, you know, very few of us have the opportunity to um, go to a mine and to really see sort of what that story is all about and who are those people that are touched. And I think it was brilliant for Barrick to decide to tell what I would call, I think, one of the keys to really successful storytelling in video is to remember that it's an emotional medium. You know, video is emotional storytelling. It's not the greatest place to be talking about a hundred facts and figures. People will start to glaze over. But if you can touch their heart, if you can engage them, if you can, if you can show them something they've never seen before, um, video is incredibly powerful. So, I think part of it is having a great client um, uh, in this particular case to be able to tell these stories to trust the emotional, authentic content of their own employees and the stories that they told and the stories of their lives, in fact. And, uh, you know, there was no scripting. There was no corporate messaging. In fact, you know, Andy said, I don't want to see Barrick in the foreground. I want to have Barrick in the background. And um, I think that that's very, very smart marketing, but I think it's also very, very strong, smart storytelling. I agree. And that's, um, you know, and we could probably talk for quite some time about um, comparisons in yeah, some of the other absolutely. stories that are out there. And, um, you know, that's what I loved about the the, video t- the videos as well is, is um, like you say, we can emotionally connect. Um, but also, you know, it's funny because I'm aware of the Pan Am Games and I'm, um, you know, doing stuff, you know, I, that, that I come across it. But really watching the videos, it not only um, gave me a sense of, of mining and barrack, but it also got me really excited about the games. Exactly. Because as Andy pointed out, as much as the Barrick employees share those values of, you know, performance and excellence and meeting goals, 
each and every one of us have something in our lives, you know, that we've striven for, that we've worked hard for, and we appreciate all that hard work that those athletes do. And, and that's why there's that incredible feeling around games, even when it's not in your hometown. I, I mean, I'm quite excited to see how Toronto comes to life um, in the, with the games. A lot of people don't recognize the fact that it's larger than the Vancouver Olympics, right? There are more events, oh, there's yeah. going to be more athletes, and it's going to really, it's going to be interesting to see kind of the cultural vibe and the, you know, the athletic sort of um, values seep into everybody over those um, couple of weeks that the games are here in Toronto. Absolutely. And so, so tell me about you a little bit. So you've been, um, you've been, obviously you're named uh, one of Canada's hundred most powerful women. So what, what kinds of things have you, you've obviously you've had your business for, um, is it 15 years? Yeah, well, um, I was, uh, I'm, I'm now in my mid-50s, so I've been in television since I was 17 when I was at wow. university, and I started volunteering uh, for a political show um, called Flora in Conversation, which I went to school at, uh, in Kingston, Ontario, and Flora McDonald, who used to be an MP and a, a very prodigious kind of uh, social uh, red Tory from the 1970s, uh, an incredibly powerful woman. She used to have a show on TV, and I got to sort of get involved in politics and activism and uh, television and creation when I was about 17. And I was very, very lucky in my career to um, have some incredible mentors, uh, fantastic people in broadcasting. So I was a news and current affairs producer, uh, worked in everything from wide world of sports to TV variety to documentaries and, and arts programming. And then in my later 30s, I decided that um, television was changing. Um, and uh, as we know, there's an, been an explosion of content in, on all kinds of platforms, and storytelling now extends you know, into so many different people's lives. We know now that video is being, you know, watched, you know, millions of minutes of video are being watched every day on the Internet, and it's, it's becoming increasingly with uh, technology um, a very pervasive part of our lives. People are spending an enormous amount of time watching things on screen. So I had the chance 15 years ago to start working with... Um, uh, a broadcaster and a, and a publisher, which was Bell Globe Media, when um, our large national newspaper here in Canada joined forces with our largest commercial broadcaster. And it was the convergence of, um, in some ways, of um, this idea that uh, content could be created by brands as opposed to, you know, broadcasters creating content. And so there was always this kind of this element of marketing, uh, selling, um, sales, communication, but then good editorial storytelling. And all that stuff started blending together because funding for programming had to be, uh, people had to be more innovative about how to get good programming on television. So I did a three-part series on innovation in the early 2000s uh, with General Motors when they were celebrating their 100th anniversary. And the, the programs weren't about General Motors. What they were about was about innovation, which is something that General Motors wanted to celebrate. So we did three half hours on innovation in business, technology, and design. And, um, and that was kind of the beginning of, of me working in a world kind of back and forth between the not-for-profit sector, which um, my husband and I both have uh, a great deal of uh, respect for all the people in our community who give their time to try to make um, our, our community stronger. So what we do is we give a lot of our time here, our external 
uh, services pro bono to a lot of organizations. And, and that's kind of what led to um, me working on a bunch of not-for-profit boards and, and wanting to tell the stories of people who are making a difference in our community with um, our series Get Involved. So I'm a little bit all over nice. the place. Um, well, I and it sounds of, fantastic. I played in lots of different sandboxes. Yeah, which is great, which is great. And like you say, um, you know, it, it's a really key point for us to think about the change, whereas we used to, you know, sit watching one show on TV yeah. to we we all have access and we can actually all start making videos. So that's, that's um, right. so and that's absolutely. A, and that's why it's really um, an interesting time for video. So very I mean, much so. You know, I, I, I give a lot of speeches about storytelling and I try to sort of, I know I have my top 10 list of how to, how to approach storytelling um, that I that I talk with people about, but you know I think the first thing you have to consider is that video is a very powerful medium, and it's becoming increasingly important in an online world for clients. Um, the question is, you know, what are you using that video for? How? What, what is it? What's the goal? Sort of the goal and the objective. You know, is it to Absolutely. sell? Is it to team build? Is it uh, you know to um, build public awareness? Is it to contribute? Is it to enrich? Um, there's all kinds of reasons why we make videos, and um, I think yeah. we get a lot of clients that that say we need a video, and and yeah. what that means is that it's kind of in this traditional kind of corporate what they used to call a corporate video. So it's the laundry list video that's, here's everything we do, here's all our services, here's our products, here's our, you know, here's our CEO sitting beside a fern in an office. But really, <laughs> Absolutely, that's, yeah. that's, that's over now. You know, that is. the reality the, is, yeah. what, we say to, what we say to clients is, you know, video is proof. It's proof of the, of the impact that you're making as a company or as an organization. And so if it's going to be proof, it has to show impact and you have to be able to show that in an authentic way. And we, and, and for us, we believe that real people and real stories trump actors every time when you have to tell a story that, you know, has content that has information or content that it needs to somehow communicate out. Obviously comedy and actors are fantastic for doing other things and for creating viral content. But if you're talking about content, uh, with video, um, I think those are some of the things you have to consider. Absolutely. Thank you for that. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. We're going to go on a commercial break now. And um, you've led us really right into the next segment, which is which is all about the why we would use video and, and, um, and how we can use it. So um, I'm Liam Pico, and you're listening to Story Powered on the Voice America Business Channel. Uh, come back soon and hear more from Dorothy about why video is crucial for your business. business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Activate and grow your storytelling superpower with Leanne Pico of Very Good Stories. Stories inspire, stories engage, and stories move people to action. It's pretty powerful stuff. Story coach Leanne Pico will help you develop your storytelling skills to be a more effective leader, build a more powerful brand, or create a team of storytelling powerhouses. You can email Leanne at leanne at verygoodstories.com or check out her website at verygoodstories.com. Contact Leanne today to grow your storytelling superpower. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? 
Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Story Powered with Leanne Pico. If you want to find out more about Leanne or the program, connect with us on the web at verygoodstories.com. Now, back to Story Powered. Hello, welcome back to Story Powered with me, your host, Leanne Picot. Before the break, I was talking to Dorothy Engelman of Q Media Solutions, and Dorothy was telling us about her history with storytelling and video, and um, reminded us of how very far we've come in terms of, um, you know, the history of, of, you know, what is it, 60 years ago, we would all sit in front of the TV and watch one show. So we're now at a place where video is all over the all over the internet and and um, businesses are um, being told to um, create video and um, at the same time our attention span is waning so it's a real challenge and I'm looking forward to talking to Dorothy about that in this segment so Dorothy why is video an important business tool first of all what do you think well I mean I, I think it's interesting. I got a call from a client who's uh, in the financial services sector, and uh, he was saying to me that they were thinking about, for the first time, actually doing some outreach. They had been a word-of-mouth boutique um, financial company for a long time. So I quickly dialed up his website and took a look, and to my horror, the website was just terrible. And the reality is that nowadays, what customers do is they share information with each other, whether it's, you know, through Facebook or online social channels or whether it's in a casual conversation online. And, you and you know, you might hear that name or that brand or that company and it might be something you want to go find out more about. And the first thing people do is they go to the web. And the reality is that now 70% of the top 100 search listings in on Google are going to be video. When you think about wow. purchasing, 85% of shoppers are more likely to make a purchase after watching a product video. Wow, you know, that's we're substantial. We're talking about 80% of users who watched a video ad, almost half of them took some form of action after seeing it. In terms of usability, people spend approximately 88% more time when there's video attached to content online. So we're talking about higher retention. We're talking about higher engagement. But I also think we're talking about kind of a overall sort of the zeitgeist of a world where there's so much information for people. And so people absorb video content in a different way than they absorb um, text-based content. In fact, I think I found this, I found an incredible stat online. It was uh, from somebody who said that 
the video learning retention over one minute is higher than 1.8 million words. Now, wow. I'm not really sure about the validity of that piece of information, but the point is is that, you know, we've always said that a picture was worth a thousand words, but I never thought it was worth a million words. So yeah, I think, that, right. I think that's, that's something to consider. As well, um, just because we now live in an online world and video is so easy to share and to get online and to become part of sort of an essential tool for you with search engine contact, I think we also have to think about there's also other reasons why we make video. Because video is not only meant to go online, but that's, a very, that's, I think, a very big part of the world that we now live in. So I think we use we use video to sell. Why? Because we need to sell, um, whether they're products, services, values, companies, we need to sell our organizations to our clients. And um, I think that's a value proposition. I think that shows, you know, the value you can deliver and how you do a good job. I think we also use video to, within that context, to build our brand and to recruit from an HR perspective, it's a very powerful tool to get your brand out there and have it become a brand that has value. You can show values because video is a very powerful emotional medium. Then you can get, people can get very quickly a sense of a company or a culture. I think you can understand, for example, a lot about Barrick when you mm-hmm. watch those Barrick videos. And that's something that's that right. we try to imbue in all of our content. I think as well, um, even if you're an entrepreneur or you have a very small business, video is a very, can be a very powerful networking tool. It's a very easily shareable piece of content. It's a way to reach out to your network. For example, you have a radio show, and when you invite your guests onto your show, you're using media to network and to build your audience and to build, right. your, to build your content. And, and to a certain extent, if you're a client, If you have a client that is a customer of yours and you've decided that for your video you want to showcase your work and your relationship with your clients, if you call up your client and you say, I would love you to be profiled on a video that we're doing on our website, a case study, all of a sudden you're engaging and you're networking with that that customer. You're giving them something of value that they can use because often when we do these kinds of stories for companies, they become a nice profile piece for the customer themselves as well as a fantastic tool for the company to use to talk about their value proposition. Absolutely. And just to say, I mean, that's a really great example of when we think about, um, you know, because we talk about testimonials and um, apparently um, losing ground with test- testimonials. A lot of people are, are not trusting them in the same way. And partly because of that, you know, places like Amazon, people are, you know, they put up a book there and they get their friends to review it. And there's all sorts of reasons. But to have a video testimonial is probably one of the most powerful things that you could do in terms of um, enabling someone to make a purchasing decision, I would say. Absolutely. So, for example, when we do integrated campaigns with the Globe and Mail, our national newspaper here, and with our broadcasters, what we'll do is we will we will do content, well, we've done content for large banks like HSBC or for TELUS, telcos, where they have products and services that they could certainly write 300 words about and put some pictures up on their website. But to have a client that's using that piece of software or that technology or using their services and see that company in action and see how the value the proof of the value of that product is playing out for a company becomes extremely powerful um, in terms of building your brand and building your, your, your value proposition. 
Absolutely. So in terms of like when we think about um, video, so obviously videos are you know, a must have for any business going forward. Um, however, you talked about the laundry list before we went to break. And, and, um, I've seen videos where, um, the, the company has obviously tried, you know, either they're on a budget or they think this is their one chance at stardom. I don't know why, yeah. but they shove every single message, every single thing they can into one video and, um, it loses me. So I'm wondering about how can you, like, what kinds of stories are best told with videos? We've just talked about your client, um, kind and testimonials and but, yeah, but think, if if someone's I, I, considering video what would they be best used for well i mean i think no matter what in some ways videos are proof they're proof of that your company is a great place to work or that your brand is uh, reputable or that your product is fantastic or that your not-for-profit organization is has fantastic outcomes. You know, it's really, it's proof. And if that proof can be emotional, if it's emotionally charged, if it's something you can relate to, then it becomes powerful. And when I, when I, when I say don't do the laundry list, I think one of the problems with video is people start having like a checklist. What we need to say. So we're a company that has this much value. We're in these many countries. We have this many offices. We have this many employees. These are our services. These are our products. It becomes like this checklist <laughs> or this laundry list. Yes. Yes. And I think that the most a powerful PowerPoint. thing that video can do is tell the why. Yes. Not the what. And sometimes the how. But the point is, if you focus on outcomes and results and you show and tell the value that you're making, then I think that that's very powerful. I also think that um, people rush into creating videos and sometimes don't give themselves enough time. So I think clarity and not taking the time to do some research and really think through your options is really important. The other thing that I think is important is we now live in a digital world, which means media, whether it's an interview with somebody that you've done over the phone or whether you've done a video with them or whether you've done a bunch of B-roll shooting and documentary shooting, all of those materials are then able to be reconstituted in lots of different ways. So one of the things that we do is when we sit down with a client, we say, okay, we could do a video, we could do a commercial, we could do an HR recruiting piece, we could share this um, with your client and let them use it on their website, we could do um, a print ad using, you know, um, a piece um, from the from the actual transcription of an interview, there are so many different ways to take these digital assets and reconstitute them. So even though video is a, is a, is a mechanism, it's storytelling in the bigger context, and that story can be translated into lots of different media and into lots of different formats that can be used for different audiences. So I think those are some really important things to think about when you're doing the planning. Absolutely. And so, and it's such a great point in terms of the story as well, because so Barrick, just using them as an example again, um, Barrick could have had, you know, their leadership team, their CEO talking about why the games is important and talking about, you know, their long history of, of work and, and Absolutely. things like that. So, so what was the, what was the, why choose the stories that they chose? And, and again, Andy told us a bit about that, but in, in terms of a business wanting to share, why, why do you think storytelling is um, one of the most powerful ways to do that through video? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to sound like an academic here, but I'm, I'm a little bit of a Marshall McLuhan believer, you know, and I, and I think that it, if you understand what we're doing right now is radio, and according to McLuhan, radio is a hot 
is a hot medium. And I, and I really believe that that's true. And what that means is that our ability to absorb content and to sort of absorb the ideas that we hear on radio um, are very, very profound and we can act on them and they are absorbed into our, into our being in a certain way. But he always said that television was a cool medium. And I think what he means by that is that it's not good at, you know, burning us up with, you know, getting all fired up about stuff, which is why emotionally television or video storytelling, can, it, has to, it has to be there because the emotional part of storytelling is what works on video. You know, it's the crying child. It's the emotional heart-rendering story. It's our physical, um, you know, ability to see and interpret those images that engages us emotionally. And so if you have a piece of content that you want to tell somebody, you can, you can write it in an article with, with, a, with a fact and that fact will be powerful. You can even dis- you can talk about that fact over the radio, and it can be powerful. But if you see the results of that number or that mm. fact in a real human way, video is a very powerful way to do that. Yeah, I agree. And then that's, you know, partly why, you know, in terms of shareability, it's so massive now. And we see Absolutely. Um, things, you know, a video can be put out and, and have, you know, 100,000 views by, you know, in a few hours. Yeah. Um, so we, yeah. so not only is it the emotional pull and, you know, and that's the thing, like, and that's one of the questions I want to ask you, because everybody talks about making a video and having, it has to go viral. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, for me, I kind of get a little frustrated with that because that means that people aren't paying attention to who their audience is. Uh, if they want everybody to look yeah, at it. Exactly. And, and viral, um, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a hundred things we could say about what's wrong with that. I mean, the most important thing is that when you're sitting down to think about why you're telling a video, uh, why you're telling a video story is it is to look at your audience and when you look at your audience you want you want to be communicating to the people for whom that 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 conversation has value um, sometimes you want it you may want something to go viral, but the reason for that is that you have the most mass audience and you don't necessarily perhaps have a very targeted um, theme or targeted reason you just want literally you want traction you just yeah. want eyeballs, straight eyeballs, and I don't know that, you know, that's certainly not the kind of work that I do, but, right. um, but there, is, there is a place for that kind of um, viral video storytelling. I just don't know that it's, you know, it's not something that you can go and create. It is a bit of, there's a bit of magic there. It is a little bit like winning the lottery. At the same time, I would also say is that it's very naive to think that just because you make a video, that your audience is going to see it. So distribution right. yes. and... Uh, marketing your story uh, is a critical part now of the world we live in because there is so much video. So now we have a lot of noise on the video front as well. Right, right, exactly. And and again, you know, the piece around um, just having eyeballs, that doesn't mean buying. No. Um, and so that's the bit where, you know, I think people have to be really careful about uh, about wanting it to go viral because it's and also it goes it goes fast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I imagine a lot of the video stories that you're developing, they go they're, they're long lasting. They're, you know, of course, you want to have them updated, but they're they're things that people can use businesses can use for for quite some time. And again, that's it, that's like an investment question that you have to ask yourself, you know, to to create a video um, for sure you can take a little microphone and hook it up and put it onto your iPhone um, or your smartphone and get a pretty good result um, in terms of video. Like technology has become increasingly cheap, but 
you know, crafting a more complex story, um, you know, you're making an investment both in terms of your human resource time, whether it's your marketing and salespeople or whether it's just a financial commitment. You know, in the case of Barrick, um, you know, they have operations all over the world and we had to do some pretty extensive traveling and making that commitment, financial commitment, you know, you have to make sure that, you know, the value of that's going to pay off for you depending on, you know, the size of your company and, and, your, and your audience and your objectives. Absolutely. Thank you, Dorothy. So we're about to go to a commercial break again. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to the next segment. Thank you. There's a great segment. So we, we've got a bit of the why and what we can do in terms of story. In the next segment, we're going to talk about the how. So Dorothy's going to share with us how, how we can go about creating um, great video stories. Um, so my guest is Dorothy Engelman from Q Media Solutions. And to find out more about Dorothy and her business, you can go to www qmediasolutions.com and I highly recommend you check out the video stories they have there because they are absolutely amazing and um, I can see why the, the clients are happy and and you know I also think you know it's always best to check out um, what the really good people are doing so that you can model and um, steal ideas so um, this is Lee M. Pico and this is Story Powered and we'll be back in just a sec to talk about the how of creating video stories America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Activate and grow your storytelling superpower with Leanne Pico of Very Good Stories. Stories inspire, stories engage, and stories move people to action. It's pretty powerful stuff. Story coach Leanne Pico will help you develop your storytelling skills to be a more effective leader, build a more powerful brand, or create a team of storytelling powerhouses. You can email Leanne at leanne at verygoodstories.com or check out her website at verygoodstories.com. Contact Leanne today to grow your storytelling superpower. Conversations concerning money can be a bit daunting. There can be limitations with building wealth, and in general, people don't want to discuss their money until now. Listen each week for Conversations with Money, featuring Franco Caligiuri and Marissa Sipolinski. Our guests make money the conversation piece, how to build and maintain wealth, working with charities, and money and family members. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Business Channel. If you are in sales, do you repeatedly face the same challenges over and over? Slumping sales, job security worries, trying to get your brand off the ground. It's time to come over to a new way of thinking. It's time for Stand Up, Stand Out, or Stand Down with Malcolm Evans, the Sales Accent Guide. You'll hear what works today to keep you at the top of your sales game and increase your business directly from some of the most respected voices of the sales world. Tune in Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Listening to Story Powered with Leanne Pico. If you want to find out more about Leanne or the program, connect with us on the web at verygoodstories.com. Now, back to Story Powered. Hello, welcome back. 
Thanks for hanging out with us today. I'm Leanne, and I am chatting with Dorothy Engelman of Q Media Solutions. And um, we were before the break, we were talking about video and why video is so important for your business, but also how important it is for you to consider your why for doing a video and um, and think in, and invest in the story that you're telling because um, that's that's where the power comes from. So, um, but now we're going to talk about the how. So, Dorothy, how do we go about creating a, a great video story? Well, it's funny. I have kind of um, a list of 10 things, and, and, I, and they all begin with the letter C. Um, and I kind of run through them, I think, mentally on a checklist with, with most of my clients. I think the first thing is I say calm down. That's my first C, calm down. Nice. Seriously. You know what? We all are used to telling good stories. We've all sat at a dinner party and either heard a great storyteller sit across from us or we've bounced off that great storyteller with a story of our own. Storytelling is the water cooler. It's being on the subway or the streetcar. It's you know getting into a car with somebody that you've never met before that's a friend of a friend and having a conversation. We all are innately storytellers, so calm down, first of all. That would be my first thing. The next thing I think you need to do is you need to consider very carefully why you're doing this video and take some time around that. The third C is clarity. Um, I think you need to remember that a video is not going to be all things to all people, to all audiences, to all stakeholders. So find your theme, your goal, and create a great story. And then remember that we live in a digital age, so you can customize that story. So plan, have a strategy, and that will give you lots of material to craft different stories for different audiences. And you can kind of amortize the costs that you're making, the investment that you're making in doing that storytelling. Um, I think... You know that the laundry list, which we've talked a little bit about, is something you want to definitely stay away from because what you want is clarity about your theme and the impact that you're trying to show through video. So if you're going to tell detailed information, try that in other media. I don't think that video is necessarily the greatest place to get into detailed um, message, um, you know, um, carrying too many messages. I think the other thing is that you, you don't want to focus on the what. You want to show outcomes and you want to show and tell the value that you're making. And I think we've talked about this a little bit as well, which is this idea of not rushing into things. Um, the upfront work that you're going to take in considering the investment you're making to tell a video story is going to pay off, um, especially if you take the time. And one of the most important things is research, um, you know, researching everything. And this is where I, I come back to your, your idea, Leanne. You know, you suggested people go to our website and take a look at our videos, which I think is a great idea. But I think, you know, just try typing into, into YouTube a word, a feeling, a value, something that you want to communicate to your audience. And then watch some of those things because I think that, you know, um, Oscar Wilde said to borrow is smart but to steal is genius. And, you know, none Absolutely. of us need to reinvent the wheel. And all That's of these right. things, you know, serve to inspire us. And, and they help our client, whether you're working with an outside partner or internal stakeholders in trying to create your video. The fact is it helps people to understand where you're trying to go and what you're trying to do. Um, the other thing I, I think people have to remember now that we live in an online world is that you have to think about not ROI, but ROE. So ROE is about what I call return on engagement. You know if you're creating video, I think, that it has to have four qualities. It has to have entertainment value. It has to be engaging. It has to be experiential. <clears throat> there has to be something about it that, you know, people find immersed 
uh, in the, either the storytelling or that you give them something of value outside that video. So it could be that the video is put in a content um, sort of a place on your website that allows people to drill down deeper or to find out more product information or to find out more about your offering or to find more about your organization. And then the last thing is I think almost all video is enlightening in some ways. You know, people are either going to learn or they're going to be able to um, have awareness about a particular subject. So think about those ROEs when you're thinking about video. I love that. That is so great because we always talk about, you know, with story and about engagement and sometimes it's really hard, you know, the, the word is a big one. So I love how you've drilled down what that actually means. Yeah. And then I think, and this is true, this is, you know, these are business values really when you think about it, but collaboration is critical with video. Um, you need to collaborate and you need to coordinate. So if you are a marketing person and you've created a video or if you're an HR person and you've created a video, what you want to do is you want to engage other silos within your organization or other team members within your organization um, so that that video can potentially, you know, as I said, be customized or can be shared within other areas of your organization because there's a lot of organizations that have created a lot of content and the content is buried and people don't know where it is and then they don't have it to share. And if somebody, if people are sharing that content and collaborating with other members of their organization, often they'll find that, oh, guess what? Um, That person down in HR knows a great story that will help the person that's in sales tell the story they need to tell on video. So collaration and coordination throughout your organization around storytelling is really important. And And just to, I think that's a really great point because it also gets everybody invested. So, you know, just going back to the Barrick video briefly, you know, all those employees are going to be sharing that video with everybody they know. Absolutely. And then there's something, a lot of people, when they think about the word casting or curating, casting especially, they think about actors. But the reality is, is that in a video where you're doing authentic storytelling, and that's kind of what I'm really talking about here, is you've got a cast of characters. And you're, you're thinking about who, who's going to speak for us? Whose story are we going to tell? And so what you need to do is you need to collect and curate the stories that are going to help you prove your point as an organization. So it could be your CEO could be telling your story, your client could be telling your story, your customer could be telling your story, or one of your collaborators could be telling your story. And all of those different people, you have to look at all of those people and cast the people that are the best. Um, I was going to give you an example. So we work with sick kids, and uh, there's an amazing woman there, Lisa Charndorf, who's been working there for a long time with the foundation. And when we do video to help them raise money for a specific kind of activity, it could be for the transplant team, she finds us the best story, and she casts from you know, hundreds of kids that might come through. She knows that kid that's going to be able to communicate that story in a powerful way. She knows the parents of that child and how their story will touch and, you know, sort of amplify the the value of that story out to a larger audience. So it, it takes some... It takes some time, and we did it with our barrack story. You know, I very much believe in the value of pre-interviewing. Um, we're doing a series of videos for the Ministry of Economic Development and um, Innovation, and when we're doing these are business stories to sell aerospace or auto or um, the IT industry to the rest of the world, to sell Ontario to the world, we talk to 
50 business people, and then we maybe interview five or seven of them for video. So to get on the phone and talk to people and hear their stories and how they communicate those stories and then make a choice about who's going to be the best person to tell the story, that's very powerful. Great. Okay, so we've got um, casting, and then do we have more C's, or is that the last C? I, I have two more, which I think have a lot to do with the online world, which are count, curate, and change. So the one thing that's important now is with video, you can take a look at your analytics and see which videos are being watched, which videos aren't being watched. And you want to then curate that content and rotate it around and change it so that if you have a video that's like somehow buried a little bit on your website, but it's getting a lot of views, what you want to do is move it up to a more prominent spot. And you want to find a way to maybe promote that particular spot more through your social channels. Brilliant. Okay, so in terms of, um, so we've got, I'm going to repeat those um, 10 C's in a bit, but I wanted to also ask you, so we've got the, the kind of, as we're getting ready to create a video story and get and preparing, I'm wondering what elements do we need to include? Because, you know, in storytelling, we always talk about the beginning, middle and end. Yep, absolutely. So, so, and then there's yeah. also the call to action. So right. is that the structure that you work with? Well, I, I have kind of a, a little mantra that, that I use, which is I would say even when you're telling a positive story, I think in some ways you often set out a problem in the beginning. Then the solution comes next, which is usually the company, the product, the service that's in some way the hero of the story. And then from there you go down and you drill down into the benefits of why that, that why that's important, and then you conclude with the call to action. And I think one of the biggest uh, things that people forget is the call to action. So you know they make a video and they feel like, okay, we've told our story, but really, what you do in to, in order to create that engagement, you have to ask people to do something, to go yes. somewhere else for more information, or to uh, call to action to share it on um, social channels, or uh, a way to feedback with an email address, or to ask for um, um, some other form of feedback, depending on where your where your video is being hosted. Because often we have to remember as well that. Videos are often being shown in a live environment. You know, they could be used at a sales meeting. They could be used at an employee engagement. And you want to have something at the end that then kind of continues the conversation. It's a, it's, a, it's a conversation starter, and you want to keep that conversation going. Absolutely. And, and then the other piece is, you know, when we, and especially when we do it really well, if we, the emotional side of the storytelling and, and we've created some kind of emotional reaction. And right. what I always tell my clients is don't leave them hanging. Like Absolutely. it's, you may, you may feel awkward about a call to action, but in actual fact, if you're actually upsetting them, if you don't tell them what you want to do next, cause they want to know what to do next. Exactly. Exactly. And that's very, very true. Um, you know, it, strangely, everywhere from the retail, the most incredibly, you know, product-focused video, to yeah. to a not-for-profit organization where it could be asking for money or it could be asking for engagement on, in some other way. Yeah, it's true. And, and we get all embarrassed, right? Like it, it's exactly. that fear of sales and that fear of kind of asking and, and um and again, it, it's kind of backwards because um, people think that they'll be thought badly of if, if they ask. But but in actual fact, people are waiting to be asked. You've, you've engaged them enough to keep them watching your 30 seconds or minute or even five yeah. minutes. So yeah. they're waiting for you to tell them what to do. Yes, 
I agree. And I also think that you have to think about video as a, um, it, it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a conversation starter, not just on, excuse me, online, right. but when you're, yes. uh, say you're a salesperson and you've just got an iPad or you have a laptop and you've got your video there, isn't it a wonderful way for people to start a conversation? Because it's almost as if everything that the client or the, the customer or the person you're visiting with needs to know, they just found out. And then what you can do is you can have a conversation. You can build a relationship with that person because now all of a sudden they're, they, they feel like they understand you or they feel like they understand your product or they feel like they understand your business. Absolutely. And that's, you know, and again, that's the thing about storytelling is it's often about creating curiosity and connection. It's not about dumping. It's not a dumping ground where you can um, get it all over very quickly. <laughs> so yeah, you don't have exactly. to tell them again. I mean, and, and these are yeah. the other, like one of the biggest considerations is, do you really need a video? Is yes. video really the right mean, like the right media to actually communicate the thing that you're trying to do? For example, education and training, very, very, very difficult to do on video well. I'm not saying it's not done well. I'm just saying it's much more difficult to do well because communicating a lot of content through video is a a huge challenge for people to actually have the retention. But if you made a training video game, then all of a sudden retention goes through the roof. When you get that engagement and you get somebody, you know, having to click or interact or in some way be immersed in the video content, then, then learning can happen. Absolutely. And that's so great. Well, you know what? We're at the end of the show. So thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today, Dorothy. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Really appreciate it. So um, thanks again. You too. And so thanks again to Dorothy Engelman for being here on Story Powered. Um, Remember her top C's, calm down, consider, clarity, collect, collaborate, coordinate, cast, count, curate, and change. And if you need to get those again, you can go on the uh, on demand and, and listen again. So um, I want to say, so if you want to check out Dorothy's um, videos at and her um, Q Media Solutions at www.qmediasolutions.com. And I also want to thank Andy Lloyd from Barrett Gold Corporation for taking the time to talk about their inspiring story initiative related to the sponsorship of the Pan Am Games. You can check out those um, great employee stories at um, barrett.com backwards slash Toronto 2015. And then please tune in to next week's show when I speak to the fabulous Karen Dietz of Just Story It about building trust and relationships with story. If you want to um, find out more story from me, you can sign up for my monthly blast of story at um, www.verygoodstories.com. So thank you so much for joining me, Liam Pico and Story Powered. I'll see you next week with more story. Thank you for joining us this week for Story Powered. Leanne Pico invites you to tune in for another engaging program next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll help take your story and your business to the next level.